Welcome to Money Matters Podcast, where we strive to educate and empower you to make smart choices with your money. We believe people don't typically plan to fail. They simply fail to plan. Here are your hosts, Mike and Matt. All right. Welcome to Money Matters, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. As uh, Taylor just introduced us, uh, my name is Mike Herman. With me today is my business partner, Matt Cloutier. Yes, Matt, how are you? Doing well, Mike. Doing well. Yep. Excited to be here today. Good. Good. You? This I'm good. This is our uh, our first podcast, so uh, hope of uh, first of many that will be able to educate people and empower them to make smart choices with their money. So today, Matt, we're going to talk about why somebody would use or why somebody would choose to work with a trusted financial, financial advisor. Yep, financial advisor. Why choose us? I think it'd be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a good topic because I think a lot of people don't really understand what we do. And the value that uh, sometimes the financial advisor brings to the table, right? They don't, yeah. yeah. So when we talk about the financial planning process today, um, to make it simple for people to understand, what would be one of the values I think we've seen, if you would agree that we've seen with most of our clients over time, is that we've helped them get organized. We've helped bring their bring their planning together because it's such a overwhelming, daunting task, so many pieces. So tell me a little bit, Matt, in your words, why organizing or organization is important when it comes to the financial planning process. What, what I've seen a lot is confusion and diffusion. People get information from all sources and they have documents everywhere. And I think of it like, you remember when you were a kid, Mike, you could what, probably fit all your stuff in, in one box. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, and finances are a lot like, uh, you know, a box that you accumulate more and more over time. And we just see lots of, uh, unorganization is what I'd say, Mike. Yeah. And so when you talk about that, as you grow older, you accumulate more boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that organization is a piece of why people don't get things done that's simply maybe daunting, overwhelming, that uh, they kind of throw their hands up there and kind of decide, you know, hey, I'm this is just too much for me. Can you kind of elaborate on that I, a little bit? I would say uh, absolutely yes. I, I don't know um, if you've ever experienced this, but when I get too many things, a lot, a lot of times what sets in is procrastination. And with organization... If it causes diffusion, confusion, frustration, yes, absolutely. And that's a lot of times what we hear is they come in and they'll say, Mike, Matt, you know, there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. I don't know what to believe or what information's right. And so I, I just said time out, you know, and I haven't done anything. Wouldn't you agree that after working with our clients for as many years we had, 34, 18 years on your end, 34 my end, that that does embody financial stress that does increase the financial stress and people realize they don't have these things done five years goes by quick 10 years goes by quick and all of a sudden they're looking back going wow we really need to get planning done because i mean there's everything from what cash flow right budgeting mm-hmm. yeah what insurance, what insurance risk management retirement do, well, where do i put my on money and on. on and on yeah. tax efficiency estate planning i mean there's there's all these moving pieces so would you would you agree then it's really about putting your financial house in order. It's about kind of putting all the pieces together, mm-hmm. helping people put all the pieces together. Is that right? Getting them to a point where they they can feel confident about their planning. They can feel like they have less stress, like they know where they're yeah. going. They know what's happening. Would that be fair? Yeah, confident. And another word that we hear a lot is clarity. Confidence and clarity. 
Right. Good. That's great. So yeah, so I think you had a you had a piece yeah. that you wanted to talk about. Uh, maybe I can elaborate on a little bit. You yeah, want to talk I, about that real quick. I would say once we get things organized, the next piece is where where do I go and where do I start, and that comes down to the accountability uh, piece and, and working with working with people as long as I have. I, I I know that intentions can sometimes be in one place, but then actions are in another, and so that's really where the accountability comes in is aligning those intentions and actions and uh well let me ask you this mike have you ever put together an exercise plan just kind of wrote it down and and then how difficult is it to start and hold yourself to it it's it's incre- in, incredibly difficult to have the tenacity and the commitment to make sure you do it without somebody holding you accountable you know i'll, I'll give you an example you know with covid19 hitting you know i had uh, a gym i was going to and my trainer holding me accountable and not that I haven't, I had continued to work out, but I don't think I've been as efficient as I was when I was working out pre COVID-19 after the gyms closed. So I think accountability is huge. A person isn't going to find accountability on the internet, but when you have a trusted financial advisor that you work with, I think what you build is you build a friendship and you build a relationship where it's important for them to hold you accountable. And why would you pay somebody money if they're not going to hold you accountable, why would I want to continue paying my gym 400 bucks a month if they're closed? Yep. Which is why I quit. I mean, I didn't quit because I didn't want to work out and the gym stunk. The gym was great and I'll probably go back, but I quit because of COVID-19 mm-hmm. because the accountability wasn't there anymore. So I didn't see value in paying somebody that, that weren't there to hold me accountable yep. anymore. Yeah. Re- reminder mm-hmm. alerts and text messages only go so far, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's the piece. And I think, you know, our goal as financial advisors, and I think you would agree, Matt, you know, we're our job is to try to hold people accountable so they get to a almost like a Ma- uh, maintenance. maintenance maintenance level, right? Because yeah. you want to, so. there may be three things in your priority list and there may be 12 things in your priority list. Mm-hmm. But we want to prioritize which ones are most important, get those done first. Work them together. Work together as a team to get those done. And then move the next three up and the next three. And as time goes on, it may take six months, it may take three years to get that done. And things could change. Maybe, you know, retirement was a top priority when we first met with our clients. But now that one of their parents had a stroke and now it's caring for their aging parents, Mm -hmm. that's now a priority, right? So things change. Life gets in the way. I think that goes back to the organization as well. Yeah, It's not just that it's daunting. It's just life gets in the way. People have kids. You have kids going to college and... You want to go camping, you have vacation, back to school in summertime and, you know, holidays and all this stuff. And it's just like financial planning is at the top of the list. So if, if somebody isn't going to be there to make sure that they're doing this and holding them accountable, both in the organization piece, not just in the follow through, that's an important piece. Don't you agree? I, I agree. And I think it comes down to that people don't, they don't plan to fail. <laughs> Life just gets in the way and they fail to plan and that's when they run into problems. Well, kind of Taylor, you know, said that in her intro, yeah. right? When we, when she introduced us, it's yes. not people, people don't plan. I mean, no. maybe there are some people plan to fail. I don't know, but I don't know <laughs> of any, I don't know of any of them. I think everybody wants to succeed at some level, right? That's it. You know, I think um, beyond uh, accountability, Matt, one of the things that I think is uh, very important as far as a financial advisor, because when we look at the financial advisor role today, there's a lot of people out there that can call themselves financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to call yourself a certified financial planner, that's different. That's a, an accreditation through the American College, much like our mm-hmm. Chartered Financial Consultant, yeah. Retirement Income Council Professional, RACP, so forth. But 
to be a financial advisor, you can have somebody who just comes into the business for six months and say, right. hey, I'm a financial advisor. Yeah. Uh, just like in a CPA world, you can say, I'm an accountant. Yeah. But are you a CPA? Yeah. Unbiased. Are you a certified public accountant, right? That's it. And so in our world, when you have that, you don't have sometimes that unbiased, uh, what we would call objectivity, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're going to be looking out for the client in best interest. So talking about that a little bit from an objective standpoint, why do you think 18 years ago when you started with it, it was, it was important to really come into that fee-based financial planning firm? And really, you grew from it from the beginning because I sure. I really started this transition change to fee-based 19, 20 years ago. And you were you came in Brand 18 new. years ago new. right at the beginning of that. Yeah. So you came in. You didn't really know to, you didn't know anything different about commission-based only. So why is that objectivity, that fee-based piece of it so important to well, I, I think that objectivity is important today because, you know, I could go on, I could go on to Google and Google term life insurance, right? And you talk about not being objective. The first 15 results are probably paid advertisements. Sure. And yeah. so, and then after that, you have a lot of different articles and probably information where if you dive deep enough, someone has the, an angle, right? And so there isn't a whole lot of objectivity there. And I just had to ask myself, you know, am I am I out there to sell a product or am I out there to sell advice? And I think that's what we bring to the table is our advice that's great. and wisdom. And that's where that objectivity comes into play. Right. You know? And I think, you know, there's always been in our industry the issue of product selling, right? When mm-hmm. persons out there, I think the product selling puts them really, unfortunately, at the piece where they're going to get paid the most. You know, when, when they're starving and they don't have money to bring home, an advisor, unfortunately, is going to make some bad decisions sometimes. And that's what really puts black marks on our, on yeah. our industry. I'm not painting a black streak over or blue streak over whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, saying yeah. we're all alike. But there is, there's bad people in every industry, right? Yeah. That's I think that the advantage of the fee-based world is it takes away that, that piece of you having to, because we get compensated pretty evenly among everything. So we're not going to be recommending one product over the other because of compensation. Yep, we and remove our fees, that piece, right? Yep, and I, I think that's that a huge piece. So, and and I think along those lines, Mike, is that um, that proactive piece that work works with people and not you know sells products to people is is we want to be your coach for life. It's not about which mutual fund should I get into this year? It's not, you know, the Forbes 100 top stock picks. It's about what what issues are affecting you in your life today that we can actively work together, right? Right. And um, and that comes back to your list of prioritization. And you know, we're in this thing together. When people hire a financial advisor, if it if it is truly a financial advisor, they're with them through all of their life life strategies, life changes, life events. And I think you've probably seen this, Mike, that when life happens, money moves, right? I think one of our, that's Mitch great. Anthony says that, yeah. right? Yeah, when life happens, money moves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. You know, the proactivity piece is, I think, a big piece of, you know, in, in my, my vision, there's two, there's two pieces of, of education, right? Mm-hmm. There's book smarts and street smarts. The book smarts, which you go to school for, you learn all the dynamics, you learn ins and outs, what to do, how to do it. And you continue to do that, especially in our career, right? We know we never stop learning. 
I mean, it's an ongoing process. Tax laws change, government laws change, insurance laws change, investment law changes. Look at the SECURE Act, brand new law. Yeah, <laughs> and we have to stay on top of that for our clients. But I think at the end of the day, when you look at proactivity, clients don't know what they don't know, right? So again, going back to what you said about the internet, if they go on the internet and beyond the two, three, four, five pages of ads, there's you know one million hits. Sure. How? What information is a client really going to get? I don't know where to start. You wouldn't know where to start. You'd be you'd be blindfolded, right? So, and I think what brings up with the proactivity is that street smarts of actually living, are living with our clients, understanding after 18, 34 years what they went through in retirement, what retirement was like, what the pain is of dying too soon. We've had premature deaths, right? Yeah. We've had clients die. We've had clients become disabled. We've had clients get critical illnesses, cancer, everything. We've seen it. We've paid claims. We've lived it. Yeah. And you see that, you see what happens to those families. And what we're trying to do is not necessarily tell future families that this is the way it's going to be. But this is this is the issue. This is the things people have to think about. And then you look at all the other things we could talk for. I could talk. We could talk for an hour on just proactivity. Well, and it's, it's being tax efficient, right? Tax talk about efficient. taxes. You know, one of the things, Matt, that I, I think both you and I see is a lot of people coming in today that are concerned about taxes. Mm-hmm. Explain how that proactivity may play into the tax. Sure. Planning. And here's the way I like to look at it, Mike. And, mm-hmm. and taxes is a great one. Do I want to be proactive with my taxes, or do I want to be reactive? Right, because those are the two sides of the coin. And if I'm being proactive about taxes, I've got to look at it and say, are taxes lower today than they are going to be in 20 or 30 years from now? Right. And uh, I mean, what do you think? I- well, yeah. I mean, what's going to happen to Social Security? What's going to happen to Medicare, Medicaid? After all the money we just dumped into a very unexpected event this year, two, which is May 2020, yeah. it seemed like I just saw. I actually saw an article, uh, which is kind of funny for our listeners that. Uh, they said describing 2020 was a bunch of porta pods on fire. Oh God! What and they say, and it says what do you it's what do you think of a scented candle now? Yeah, right. And it had 2020 above it, right? So if 2020 was a scented candle, it'd be a bunch of porta pods on fire. That's it. That's it. Um, I won't say the four letter word that rhymes with that. So um, <laughs> well, back and back to that tax issue. I mean, it it, it is. It's it's an. It, I believe it's impending doom and. If, if I'm going to be proactive about it, that means I'm making decisions today right. that will help me in the future with taxes. If I'm being reactive about it, that means I'm at retirement and figuring out what am I left with now? What, what is yep. my tax situation yep. going to be? And that's Very I think that's what it comes down to, Mike, of, of we bring things to the table <clears throat> to act on now rather than have to react later, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. How do we do that? And the education piece, right? Yeah, you're you're exactly right. And I think we just mentioned that, right? I mean, when I went to school to be a CPA at Metro State and dropped out two and a half years into it, I didn't realize that I'd be in a lifelong education process when I got into this industry. But you are. You have to. For you to stay on top of things and be efficient about things because of all the changes we just Mm -hmm. talked about. You have the CARES Act. You have the SECURE Act. You have COVID-19. You have stimulus money. We've got to be able to go out and help our clients understand or find people that can help them understand what's going on out there when you have these many changes, just like we've had in this calendar year of 2020. You have tax changes. Every time there's an election, there's going to be a tax change. You have the tax cuts and job acts, which was a huge tax bill to decipher 
how it was going to affect individuals and business owners from the standard deduction to itemizing to business owners taking the, the uh, business deduction yeah, that one. credit. So we had to work with many other advisors, uh, CPAs, counseling advisors, estate advisors, and so forth to make sure that we were distributing the right information to our clients. Mm-hmm. And and it, that's important about distributing the right information, the correct information, right? And I And that's what I hear is that they don't, I don't, I don't think, when I take my car into the shop, right, I don't want to know how the engine is built. I just want to know that it's going to run. And I think that's right. where that education piece is. I, I don't hear people come in and say, Matt, tell me about tax code 3275. Right. But they want to know how, how are these issues going to affect me. Right. Yeah. And I, the education is um, part that most, or I wouldn't say most, I would say a lot of financial advisors don't do. Mm, because I've met a lot and I've heard a lot and I've seen a lot of financial advice given to people that was just bad, bad, bad advice. They didn't know the tax law and they recommended this product that was going to adverse affect them tax wise. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know that till we met with them. How many times have you seen that? How many times have you seen an annuity product being sold with a 25-year surrender charge on it that the client wasn't aware of. They don't even know what it is. They don't even know what that means, <laughs> yeah. right? So uh, so the education, I think, is really help, helpful, not only to help our clients understand what they're doing, what they're getting, but why they're doing what they're doing and making sure that the recommendations and information we're giving them is suitable for their financial situation. Yeah. Because everybody's situation is... So I think with that education piece, Matt... I think one of the last pieces we close up today is we can't do it all, right? We're not we're not jack of all trades. So when we talk about collaborating with other advisors, other people, talk a little bit about why that is so important, what value that brings to the table for the client. Well, nine nine times out of ten, when I'm I'm talking to clients <laughs> about their life insurance or their retirement plans, whatever the case is, it always seems to come up as well, should we have a will? And and what do I have to say? Well, I'm not an attorney. I don't, we don't do wills. And I think that's why it's important to have a collaborative relationships and forge partnerships because there are there are professionals that are experts in areas that we're not. Like sure. you said, I don't want to be the jack of all trades. I can't I can't be the jack of all trades. And so whether it comes down to will planning or we talked a lot about the tax <laughs> issues, having uh, uh, us vetting out the qualified CPAs, people that know what they're talking about, to team up with our clients, because that's what you want, right, is, is that team. Sure. And uh, a lot of times we kind of act as the, uh, you know, like football, we act as the quarterback and help coordinate that team around exactly planning, right? And I think, you know, being in Denver, Denver's a very uh, big football uh, sports state, right? Mm-hmm. We love our foot, we love our Broncos. So I think if that people get that, right? They understand Peyton Manning, wasn't going to play wide receiver. He's not kicking maybe, field goals. <laughs> maybe. He might, he might be put out there at the wideout slot every now and then, but he definitely wasn't going to line up a defensive end or defensive tackle. You had everybody doing their job, and that's why I, I think, like you said, work with good CPAs, mortgage Stay lenders, reverse mortgage yeah. specialists, such as Shauna Judd, um, uh, CPAs, attorneys, estate attorneys, business attorneys, litigation attorneys. We have been around the block. We have met a ton of people. Tons of people. We are relationship-driven. Right. That's our business. So the amount of people we've met, we've been able to vet out and and really give people the opportunity to have a good, I guess what we call our Mike and Matt best 
Players Network, Best right? Players Network, yeah. I don't know what you would call we'll it, but uh, you're our own Angela. So I think that's another benefit that people aren't going to find that online. They aren't going to find that on a web service or an online service about doing their online planning. And and again, I come back to the very end uh, of our show today. What we started with in beginning, beginning is, you know, people don't know what they don't know. So if they're not getting the right advice, if they're not getting educated, if they're not having a collaborative team around them, somebody who's not proactively looking out for them, who's not going to hold them accountable, educating them, be objective to to their planning, uh, not commission based, and helping them put everything together, organized in yeah. one place, one one issue. I think that really wraps up our our conversation today. I mean, if yeah. people don't get kind of this conversation today, then we, we probably aren't a good fit and not everybody is a good fit, right? But if, you, if you're listening out there today and listening to our podcast and you find this as kind of an interesting kind of a breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air, yeah. Approach to the financial advisor role and you'd like to talk further, simply have a conversation with us, right, Matt? That's it. It's yeah. having a cup of, coffee, a cup of coffee, a beer, yeah. glass of wine. I don't care. Yep. Anything like that, just Socially to start a conversation, though, right, Mike? Socially right. Distance. Well, <laughs> as long as we're inside the bar, then we can <laughs> then we can take that. But I think it really comes down to that that relationship piece to find out if we're a good fit and find out if are the people that work with us are a good fit. Mm-hmm. That's right. It. That's what it is. There's it? no obligation for people to reach out to us, have a no thirty minute phone call, a thirty minute phone conversation, coffee, whatever, as we just said. So, uh, in closing today, Matt and I want to thank you for listening. To we have some upcoming episodes okay. that are going to be, um, I think, very uh, connected to what we just talked about today. Just to let you know that the episodes that are coming up, uh, the first one is going to be on foundation planning. This will be first of three episodes on the foundation planning. And that's cash cash flow debt. Those yeah, areas. cash flow, uh, eliminating bad debt, mm-hmm. uh, looking at your budget, make sure you have a budget, living within your budget, yep. have an emergency fund. And then after that, we're going to have a special guest uh, that we're going to be bringing in to talk about risk management. That would be a good one. Probably don't understand what risk yeah. management is, but it's your insurance piece, right? You have to have have to have it. You have to have the protection in place in case yeah. something goes wrong. We're going to have Hunter Wyckoff to do the um, interview on that. That should be really good. That, and then our third episode, which will be on the estate planning piece, mm-hmm. we're going to reach out to one of our collaborative. Relationships. Yep. Raquin Young here in Golden. She's going to talk about the need and importance of having your proper estate planning documents. So stay tuned for those. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast today on why would you work with a financial advisor. Hopefully Matt and I brought some new light to the table. Brought up again, I think a breath of fresh air. If you want to reach out to us, go to www. Sorry, forget the w. I got it. Eliminate that. Everybody knows that you got to put www. The world wide web, Mike. The world wide web. I think we've gotten used to that by now, right? Go to goldenwealthsolutions.com, reach out to Matt and us. Our info page is on there. You can connect with us. Forward to talking to you. Hopefully, we'll connect with you soon on future podcasts. Have a great day. Until next time. This podcast is for educational purposes only and may include references to concepts that have legal and or tax implications and is not to be construed as legal or tax advice. Such information and or opinions are subject to change without notice and is not intended as an offer or solicitation with respect to the purchase or sell of any security, insurance product, or offer of any individual advice. Any strategy discussed may not be suitable for everyone. Securities America Incorporated does not provide tax or legal advice. 
Please consult with the appropriate professional regarding your personal situation prior to making any financial decisions. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Incorporated, Golden Wealth Solutions, and Securities America are separate entities.